every time bus, we come into a stadium, in. it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who We're back in on an Aftermath Monday edition of the program. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. Text us. Uh, call us. Tweet at us. I'm at Tweet Danny on Twitter. Jake at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter as well. Uh, tons of ways. Watch us on MyLineSports.com. You know, MyLineSports.com is such a monster um, in the game these days. Um, but... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm thinking like once Kizla and the, the post is shut down, the whole thing. Well, we have a spot for Kizla. You know, we throw scraps to a lot of former hangers on guys like that. You know, um, bless, bless, um, Eric Goodman's heart. You know, Terry Fry hadn't been ser- heard or seen from in about a decade. And he's, you know, he's co-hosting with Goodman now. So that'll teach um, Terry Fry to unfollow me. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Let's go out to it right now and get our guy. It's the one and it's the only. It's Chuck Nasty. Hey, hey Chuck. Danny, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Hey, that's, that's St. Louis Bunches. They're just bad sports. They got they they didn't see it or like they wanted to see it. Bunch of they white trash. Yeah, that that <laughs> that guy, their player injured their goalie, like like using Kadri as like a projectile. But no, they can't see that. They have to talk <laughs> all this knickknack. Hey, their head coach. Oh yeah, Kadri. His reputation it precedes himself, coach. You called another player a monkey. You racist yeah, POS. Uh, yeah, he's the KKK all the way. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, that that coach is a mess. KKK. He's an idiot. Don't listen to him. Nah, he's an idiot. That's what we got to say. Um, what else is up with you? Oh, man, too much. To, the Nuggets, they got to sign up. Remember, we let Messiah Jerry go. In 2013. Yeah, that oh, worked out, gee, you know, for the Nuggets. He only went Toronto on to win a championship in Toronto. Championship. Yeah. You know? He only so traded I, for Kawhi Leonard in one of the most shrewdest, incredible gambles of a trade in the history of the National Basketball League. Messiah here, he did it. Yeah, he's, Tell me. he had yeah. some other good trades, too. Besides that Kawhi Leonard, he had some other mm-hmm, things. Back, mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. stacked that team. They're still competitive. Mm-hmm. And this Nuggets, I mean, this Bronco guy, pick Broncos fourth. Those people are idiots. They think Kansas City is the same team. Well, you know, the, the league changes so much ago. every year that and, and you like, just, you know, I mean, it's like, it's it's not, it's re- not recency bias. It's just like, you just saw it. We just saw the Chiefs be great. We just, you know, so we're expecting them to be great again. It doesn't always work. You know, Green Bay, we just saw Green Bay be great. I'm not so sure Green Bay's going to be great again. No, they win four games. I'm not so sure the Rams are going to be able to put this thing back, you know. I don't think so. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is, you know, they're going to go have a chance to win two or three of these things. But, um, 
Man, you know. We had only eight teams have ever won two in a row. It's hard to stay on top. I think it's yeah. hard. The hard yeah. You only get like three or four years. Then you're I back think it's out the again. hardest to stay on top in any sport is the NFL. They think that the and, Kansas City Chiefs are still the same team that was a Super Bowl four years ago. Uh, and they got like ten guys left from that team. Yeah. You know, I mean, pay attention, people. Earn your pay. They're not, those guys are lazy mm-hmm. when they talk like that. They're not doing their research, not finding out stuff. And better get better research than they spend, buddy. I'm sorry to say this, but there's a serious prejudice against Denver. Even when we win the Super Bowl, they insult us. Cowtown, bunch of hillbillies in Denver. Are those streets My- even paved in Denver? Michael Jordan said that this is Cracker Town, though. That didn't help us. Cracker Town? Cracker Town. He said that? Yeah, Michael Jordan. Damn. He said it's Cracker Town. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Anyway, those people are a mess. I don't pay attention to them. We got to go they anyway. They should get fired for, for yeah. some lazy work. Yeah. Hey, Do we got- their real work. Well, well, they got San Diego on top. San Diego ain't going nowhere. They're like a sixteen win, a six game win. Well, Chuck, it's great stuff from you hey, today, man. These guys are getting on my nerves. Me too. What guys are we talking about? The Blues. You guys are doing a great job. That Jake, he's he's getting on your nerves. Bullpen anytime. Oh, for Jake. oh, oh, oh. Hang on. All right, hey, good stuff, Chuck. Peace, love. Later. <laughs> I'm loved by the people. Yeah, that's the hair. Yeah, it's got to be. Um, okay. What about What about Justin Thomas coming down seven strokes to win that thing? Could have got him at plus 16,000 at one point. Plus 16,000. At the start of the day yesterday. Imagine that. You know, before the tournament, I, I had mentioned... You, know, uh, you did. You this Justin He Thomas. was the first guy you mentioned. Then you came off of him, win. though. I get the NFL. Just saying, you know. Uh, you did mention my, him. My gut feeling. Half credit. Half credit. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really bet him or anything. So I got all panties in a bunch when Rory was leading after day one. I told everybody. I told you guys. Uh-huh. I was like, I nailed it. Have you heard my Rory, yeah, right. Rory stuff, guys? Rory has the lateral jumping ability of LaShawn McCoy. If you include Rory in the passing game, he's every bit and maybe even better than Christian McCaffrey. Hey! Yeah! <laughs> or even better <laughs> than... Tiger withdrew the last day. Yeah. But after that mess of a day he had on Friday, Saturday he ended up shooting a 69. Yeah, he came back and uh, he had a nice outing. But, you know, unfortunately, uh, the PGA Championship can uh Well, those demons, too, after he shot that 69, he got himself all worked up. I think he hit a couple Perkins on the way home. Right. Had relapsed uh-huh. a little bit. Uh, couple Perkins. <laughs> it's like warm apple pie. Uh, when's the last time, Jake, you've been to a Perkins? Ooh, it's been a minute. Uh, maybe like a year or so. Really? That's actually pretty recent. Like a year and a half, two well, years. What Perkins maybe. was that? Uh, the only one I can think of is on Colorado and I-25 in Colorado right there. There's one in Westminster, like right when you get off of US-36. 
Okay. Uh, it's like on Sheridan. The last time we were there, we went to Disney World years ago, like four or five years ago, like three or four years ago. We went to World, and there was you know we were, the hotel was right next to Perkins. You know, Perk. I don't know if Perkins might be popping in Florida, but they weren't. They're not popping here anymore. Perkins is nice though. It's all right. Uh, it's not bad. Yeah. I get a breakfast burger from there. A breakfast burger? What is that like? So you got like a burger, right? Uh-huh. You got fried egg on top? Fried egg. Oh. Bacon. Oh. Hash brown. Throw some ketchup on that. Damn. And you got yourself What about some Cholula? Cholula? Ketchup. What are you, were you eating with Andrew or what? No, it's, I'll throw some Cholula okay. on it. Okay, we'll the, make sure. The ketchup with the mix of the egg. That's it off. The egg, yeah. the hash browns, uh-huh. and the burger. It just It's a perfect mix. Mm. The Cholula is like for separate. Like if, if it's not all mixed. What do you have a side of hash browns with that or fries? Uh, you could have a side of fries. What are you? What's one of the other options? Get some fruit or something. Fruit, huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's go to break. Three zero three eight three one thirteen forty. Got a little bit of Russell Wilson and Broncos stuff to talk about. That's not Peter King saying they're going to fish in fourth place. I don't believe that. Do you believe that? No. I don't think the Chargers and the Raiders are 10-win teams again. I think one of them will have a chance to about be the same. But those wins are going to the Broncos now. Everybody understands that, right? The Broncos are going to split with every team. I I like what you said, 11 wins, 12 wins. I think 11's magic number. 12 might be getting greedy. I don't want to, you know, I'm not. Payton won 12. They won 12 and 4. Wait, wait, wait. Did they go 12 and 4 in 2012? I guess we'll never. Or 11 and 5. My guess is 12 and 4. Well, they, listen. They were 8. They were 8, 2 and 3, and then won 8 straight. So that's 8. That's 10 and 3. And then did they go? What? What? I guess I'll have to let you know on the, the other side. It's Molly Sports. Kidding me? It's Sticks, Ario Speedwagon, Loverboy, and your cool concert headliner. Oh no, that'd be a banger of a show. Uh, no, Hall notes. Those the other three. <laughs> Loverboy, I like. That's my favorite part. <laughs> Do we? What's Loverboy's song? I don't know. Can we play it? Let's see what yeah. Let's see what they got. Let's see what they got. A little bit. Why well, I mentioned some stuff. Um Jake did some research over the break here on the 2012 season. The Broncos did in fact start two and three. Whew. That'd have been a heinous lie that I've been you know perpetuating. Um and the Broncos, after starting the season two and three, won out. Finished the season 13 and 3. I thought they were 12 and 14. Can't believe it, man. So I don't know. I I after we after we re-remembered 
or misremembered, like, you know, Roger Clemens said, um, it kind of all came back to me. It kind of hit me like, uh, I remember, uh, you know, well, if they had a lost one at the end of the season, could have got that reality check and, you know, maybe that got a little too full of themselves, but it's like the champ getting knocked out a little bit and you just never saw it coming because you're feeling invincible and the Ravens laid down a haymaker, right? What do you got for us? Hmm, hold on a sec. This is starting the concert, I imagine. All the lights go off at the Pepsi Center. And this starts. And you're like, oh, oh, oh. I'm pounding claw right now, Mango. I just finished it and I cracked the whole big tall boy can on my forehead. Because it's 80s. And we're here to party. That's how we gotta start this concert with this, am I right? Have to. I mean, I don't know what this is. I don't know if we like eventually rock or not. But is this Loverboy's best? It's the most views. Okay, what's it called? Turn Me Loose. Turn Me Loose? <sighs> and everyone's like, play that one again. Turn Me Loose. After they're gonna try to play some new stuff. Oh. Okay. It's all right. Yeah. That's Loverboy's best? Is that why they're doing the cool concert every other year? Probably. Damn, Loverboy. They got one called Loving Every Minute of It. I know. I've never heard of it. Yeah. I'm Honestly, I, who's Loverboy? <laughs> Damn, who the f*** is Loverboy? Who the f*** is that guy? Oh, I need you to play Working for the Weekend. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm going to save Loverboy's entire reputation that we just smeared right now. Yes! Turn it up, Jake. <laughs> you come on, it's old man saggy skin. Come and start rocking this. You don't sound nothing like your former great self, but you got flabby-armed white women, like an ocean of them. It's like a wave. You know what I mean? And it fuels lover boy. And then after this, you're like, when is Ario Speedwagon coming out? Let's get it right here. Everybody's working for the weekend. What do you think? It's the 80s. I know this one. Yeah. It's it's all right. It, it hits, no? It, it It's all right. Okay. Kind of hurting my feelings for some reason. I'm not really sure. It's like I don't have anything to do with Loverboy. Well, it's because you keep, I'm getting hurt feelings. keep doing the Loverboy. Loverboy. You got to kind of stand up for them a little bit. Yeah, you know, I think you're probably right. It's part of your trade. And why now. wouldn't I with this banger? Okay. Okay, they suck. You're right, guys. But Cole was paying me a lot of money at the time to talk crazy. Um, so, 
What about some NFL news and notes? You up for that? I'm I'm always ready. Are for you good some, for that? For some NFL stuff, yeah. Okay. Um, how about seventeen free agents I have? Would any of these guys fit with the Broncos? You ready? Ooh. You ready? I'm ready. To do this. Okay. How about wide no. How about <laughs> sixteen guys? Justin Houston, 33-year-old little edge rusher, one of the former greats. Took Houston a while to find a job last year, but once he landed in Baltimore, he outplayed most of his younger teammates and kind of was the same as he ever was. I would say yes. I would say yes. I would want him on the Broncos. You know, there's you can never have enough edge depth, and with the injuries that happen in this league, do it in a heartbeat. Okay, well, what about... 32-year-old linebacker, Dante Hightower. (laughs) Hey, knocked off a little rust, took the year off, okay? The bigger issue now for him is, you know, um, can he recapture that magic that made him a former really, really good player? Leadership, very, very smart off the charts with that kind of stuff. Dante Hightower, any interest there, Jake? Yeah, there's some interest there. It's at a position of need, and I think at linebacker, the the Broncos would need a, a a solid veteran like, you know, a Donta Hightower. Okay, interesting. Uh, how about Kevin King? It's a damn shame King got hurt last season, the 27 year old cornerback, because he looked uh, very good for the Packers under decent coordinator uh, Joe Barry. There, know some people here. Now in um, Endeavor, 27 years old, could be a cheap, nice little fit here as a corner. What do you think? You know, Kevin King, uh, he gets a bad rap because... The King is here! He gets a he gets a real bad rap for that one play. I think it was in the playoffs last year where he got burnt on a man-to-man coverage. And he's never been looked at the same. But outside of that one play, he's a good corner. Hmm, interesting. Well, how about this, Jake? How about... Donkey Kong Sue. Oh, soft place. A little bit of a soft spot in my heart for the guy. Was the Bucks' best defensive player in their playoff loss to the Rams last year. Don't forget that. Still shows up big in big moments. 35 years old. Mm, maybe. I'd be, I'd be somewhat interested, but I feel like he's not really a locker room guy. And I feel like he might cause some issues. Okay. Well, how about uh, we go a little bit younger? Stick with the theme of beefcakes. Okay. And the Broncos go add Sheldon Richardson. Oh, I like that. I would like to add Sheldon Richardson. Um, he he's like you said a beefcake, and you know I think anytime you can bolster up that front seven, it's it's going to bode well for you. Hmm. Well, Jake, it looks like I'm about to let Anthony Barr out of the bag. I mean, former kind of game-changing, splashy guy here, uh, a rare linebacker who can rush, uh, tackle, and cover. You see... He barely leaves the field, does Anthony Barr. That's honestly a very likely addition for the Denver Broncos. 30 Why? years old. Why? Because he played for the Minnesota Vikings. And George Payton, 
has some history with those guys. Mm. Okay. Um, how about the tackle Eric Fisher, 31 years old? Took his first snaps as a Colt, just eight months removed from tearing his Achilles and kind of had his worst season since his rookie year. Can he play right tackle? Or is he a strictly left? Um, I would say former... He's no former number one of all pick, right? Eric Fisher? I don't believe so. Really? Let me see here. Eric Fisher. Where was Eric Fisher drafted, Siri? Here's what I found. You got anything for me, Jake? I'm doing some research. Okay. Um, here we go. Eric Fisher, William Fisher, is an American football offensive tackle who is a free agent. He played college football at Central Michigan and was selected number one first overall by the Kansas City Chiefs. E! Yeah! <laughs> oh, oh man, this guy's good. This guy's got something extra. Uh, he, sauce in my back. What? He's got that first <laughs> first overall pick pedigree. Yes. You know he's got that Super Bowl yes. ring. Yes. And if he could play right tackle, then bring him in. Let's go. Okay. Thirty-one years old. I'd be willing to take a sniff on that guy who's coming off uh, that Achilles injury that really cost him a down down season. Probably a lot of value on a guy right there. If he hits, he'll probably be with you for a couple more years. It's it's worth the risk because you're either gonna roll with Billy Turner. Calvin Anderson, yeah, or Eric Fisher. But you know, for example, Justin Houston, Sheldon Richardson, and Sue are like one and done. So you know, would be one and done's here if uh, Eric Fisher could potentially reestablish his career here in in Denver. It would be sweet, right? Absolutely. Sweet. Okay. Uh, do we need a center? Somewhat. Yeah. What about J.C. Treader, the stalwart center? Barely practiced all season because of a knee and ankle injuries, but you wouldn't have known after he logged a thousand plus quality snaps for the fifth straight year. He's unquestionably still a above average, if not elite center, which is not Jake easy to find. Wow. Yeah. Tell me about it. 31. Um, see, this Damn, is Jake. This is tough because there's a lot. <sighs> There's a lot of players on the Broncos that have, wow. the, have the capability of playing center. You got Lloyd Cushenberry. It is, Cush. Quinn uh, Miners, uh, even Glasgow. You, you got those guys who can who can all play that position, and the interior of the offensive line is pretty solidified. But if you bring in a guy like that, it throws a wrench into it. So I don't know. couple more guys, okay? Defensive end Trey Flowers, Jake. A guy you might be familiar with, 29 years old, uh, was unable to stay healthy the last two seasons, but was only 29 this fall and had a pro football focus grade over 80 in every season between 2017 and 2020, making him one of the most consistent defensive linemen in the NFL, Jake. Mm. He might still have some good football left in him in the right scheme, I'm thinking here. I think so, too. I think Trey Flowers could be a nice addition for the Broncos, but do they have the cap space? Mm. I'm not sure. You know, Trey Flowers, uh, you know, at the D-end position could be uh, great depth. You got Draymond Jones, uh, Gregory. 
and you add that third guy, then you got someone who's really good playing pretty much every single down. Two more guys. Let me go to break. Akeem Hicks. Okay. Hicks signing in 2016 was one of the best free agent deals of the last decade. He's down a peg from his peak and struggled to stay on the field, but he's a great role player. Uh, just maybe not a star anymore. Good player. 32 years old. Are you in? I'm a big Akeem Hicks fan. Uh, I liked him when he was in Chicago. And, you know, he's a really good player, so I think he would fit well with this team. Last guy. Dwayne Brown's 37 years old, but a player like that is so unique and so special. They don't come around very often. Um, you know, left tackle that everyone would hope to have. Had his worst year last season right before hitting free agency, but the team as a whole kind of stunk. Um, probably won't command top-tier money, but is one of the most coveted still. He is steel. One of the most coveted free agents of this class who just isn't signed right now. Dwayne Brown could be a great fit for the Broncos on a one-year situation. Perhaps. You know, they, they don't have a lot of cap space. So I think, uh, you know, they'll probably make one more signing, if anything. Okay. Good stuff. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340. couple segments left. Of those guys, and maybe we'll go through them one more time, I bet you one of those guys is on the Broncos roster before the start of the season. And maybe we'll try to figure out who that guy might be, okay? Molly Sports. This is Loverboy? Ario Speedway. Oh. Okay, bye. It's got to be one of our four guys who I mention every day. It's uh, not Loverboy. It's uh, not Tommy Two-Tone. Rick Spring? Not Rick Springfield. Who is it? Eddie Money. Ah, uh, He has two. This one and two tickets to Paradise. Well, it's not bad. You know. If I was an old white chick, I'd probably be grooving on this. Fair I mean, enough, the, video's, let's get it. the video's cool. It is? Let's get it. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> Just kidding, Eddie. Um, okay. I'm going to do a little recap of those guys, okay? On that list. And you tell me which guy you would most want to have. And then the guy you think could be on the Broncos roster come the start of the season. You ready? Dwayne Brown. Akeem Hicks. Trey Flowers. J.C. Treader. Eric Fisher. Anthony Barr. Justin Houston. Sheldon Richardson. And uh, uh, Sue and Kevin King. Oh, and, and Dante Hightower. Man, um, that's a tough list to choose from. Can I can I have two, or do I have to pick one? Um. Well, you can pick the guy who you want the most. 
But that doesn't mean that's the guy who the Broncos can be able to afford or land. Well, I think the guy who the Broncos are going to get is Anthony Barr. He has ties to George Payton, and you know, he's at, it's at a position of need. So I think he he's could, a do-it-all linebacker. He can do it all for the Broncos. The guy I want the most is either Sheldon Richardson. Oh wow! Or Trey Flowers or Akeem Hicks. It's tough. I know. I, I... Trey Flowers is twenty-nine years old. I think he's got more good football left in him than Akeem Hicks. Dwayne Brown, I don't think, could really be an option here. He's just someone we kind of had to bring up in the discussion. Justin Houston on a veteran flyer. I mean, the veteran minimum is a million bucks to come in here. So, you know, there's cheaper guys, but you're bringing them in for the leadership and some of the other stuff. And then, you know, to go get you a former chief, you know, maybe give some trade secrets, a little bit of stuff like that. Sheldon Richardson was all the hype a couple of years ago. Man, he was it. He was the one you wanted to have and the way he was worth the headache and the drama and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if he ever really lived up to the stature of what he could have been and at least reputation as, as a player. So I'm probably going to come off of Sheldon. Uh, I don't think Sue would be an option here. I think Sue would be more of a, I could see him going back to the Rams actually or going back to Tampa Bay. And then the only corner we mentioned was Kevin King, the 27-year-old, who um, I think could be a fit here. He's way down the list on, like, the free agent kind of value list. He was, like, the 92nd-ranked free agent. So I'm sure you can get the guy for little to no money and hope it could be some kind of Bryce Callahan replacement. Did you see what Bryce Callahan signed for, like, a million and a half dollars? Nothing. Why would you have not brought him back? that kind of money do you think they're just ready to move on from a guy who was just injured so often they couldn't really count on or what what, what would you think that that I, was i really don't know i think maybe bryce callahan maybe wanted to to try something new after having to deal with you know the quarterback controversy having to have the defense you know carry the load for the entire season for however long he, he might have here. not been a george payton guy kind of too i guess right so. he, he was more of a fangio guy he was brought in because of Fangio. You know what would be sweet? Give me Kevin King to come in and play for no money and give me Anthony Barr, those two guys. Again, none of those guys are a center, which there are some offensive linemen available on our list here, and none of them are pass rushers or defensive linemen, which would be nice to have. But if we could add Anthony Barr, that would be real sweet. He's a good player. And I think he's a depth guy too. You know, Josie Jewell injury, stuff like that, it's like, and then again, Trey Flowers is 29 years old. Interesting, but I think someone will probably overpay on him. Yeah. I see him going to like a Niners or a Rams or a team that's more like on the cusp than the Broncos. If they do go the offensive line route, uh, Treadwell would probably be the best option uh, to improve that center position. But Eric Fisher, to solidify the, the right tackle, might be more important just because they have interior offensive linemen. And you could kind of maybe hide a center's flaws a little bit more than you can a right tackle. Okay. I'm with you. Let me, uh, we'll sit up a break. Just a minute. Did you see the Jimbo Fisher, Nick Saban stuff? Yeah, they're about pretty to, unbelievable. They're about to fight, man. I'm surprised that Nick Saban went after him like that and said that quote unquote, Texas A&M 
paid for every player on that roster. Something I mean, like that's like a quote. They have eight five stars, something like that, to Bama's three. And I think it's the first time probably something like that has happened in Saban's tenure. So what Saban's like alleging is that everyone who came to AM, the program had like preset NIL deals, you know, with dealerships or whatever it might be for these, which is legal now, but it was set up for them for these probably five stars to have a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars worth worth of income as they came in, you know, maybe half that for their mama, you know, and that kind of stuff. So is that the next wave? Is that fair or not fair? I mean, are schools going to be hiring guys to put these deals together for their guys to help lure, you know, um, I, I don't know. It's a sticky situation. But Nick Saban said, and Jimbo Fisher lost his mind. I mean, like, I don't know, maybe we could find some of that. It's long, but he cracked Saban down and basically called Saban dirty. Said, you know, Saban built his, you know, the the so-called football czar, built this every single way that he's accusing other people of doing their business. And it was pretty awesome, actually, because... Um, I respect Jimbo Fisher. He won a national championship. He's a great coach. I kind of like, you know. Say, it's a shame that we have to do this. It's really despicable. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. That they broke state laws. That they're, that they're, they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen, and it's ridiculous. But when, when he's not on top, and oh, the parody in college football uh-huh. he's been talking about, I love it. go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families Ooh. in Texas A&M because we do things right. We're always going to do things right. But we're, not, we're always going to be here. We're doing a heck of a job. These coaches have done a great job. Our players have done a great job. The whole organization of recruiting people. It's despicable that we got to sit here at this level of ball and, and say these things to defend the people of this organization, the kids, 17-year-old kids and their families. It's amazing. Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you oh, want to find out. Oh, oh. all right. Sweet. Roasted. <laughs> you sound like JJ. That was sweet, right? That is sweet. I'm I'm glad Jimbo stood up for his guys, stood up for Texas A&M, and, and I, I like to see Bama get knocked down a peg a little bit. Why? Because I want parody. Uh, I want greatness. I like... He's uh, already the greatest. I know, but I like... I know it's like uh, the evil empire. I like when the Yankees are on top. I like when Duke basketball's on top. I like when um, Lewis Hamilton's dominating F1. Actually, I like when Verstappen is dominating F1. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know who that is. Oh, Leclerc. What's F1? Leclerc. Yeah. I guess Jake will never Never know. know. All right, let's go to break. Smiley Sports.
Yeah. Spider-Man and Freezing full effect. Uh-huh. You ready, Jake? I'm ready. You ready, Jake? I'm ready, Slick. Are you? Girl, I must warn you. You know what's funny? The Stone Appetit guy was here. And the way he talks is so funny. He's like, yeah, we're renting out this theater. And uh, everybody is going to dress up in military. Everyone's going to get super stoned after that. It's going to be catered. Food truck's going to be there. And that's it. We're all going to get super stoned, have a good time, eat, and uh, watch Top Gun, the new Top Gun premiere. Then we talked about it like it was so, like, (laughs) duh, why wouldn't we do that? Who doesn't do that kind of stuff? And it was just funny, man. We're going to put it on the reels. Yeah. And he was like, anyone have a videographer? They know a videographer to follow me around for my life? And I was like, no, whoa. Sounds like Kanye. (laughs) I know. It's pretty funny. What's that dude's name? Uh, Kip, I think. Kip. That makes sense. Kip? Yeah, it's Kip. It's pretty funny. Okay, uh, so there's about five minutes left worth of show. What do you got for us, Jake? Well, we got a lot of NBA to get Let's into. Let's talk about so, it. So over the weekend, the Heat uh, regained their <laughs> home court advantage, uh, and Jimmy Butler went down with that knee injury. So that's not looking good for the Heat. I don't know if he's going to be able to play tonight. I don't think the injury report and the, the starting roster or the starting lineups come out tonight just yet. So that'll be interesting to see if he's able to come back and if he does come back, if he's still going to be just as effective as he's been throughout the entire playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Boston's about to win this game. And Boston, you got to remember, they're undefeated after losing a game in these playoffs. Say that again, please. So after a loss, the following game, the Boston Celtics are undefeated. Okay. Hammer Boston tonight is what I'm saying. Yes. Boston wins tonight. What's the number? I don't know. I guess we'll soon find out. Uh, seven. Ooh. Seven? That was a big number. What about under 206? Under 206? That's probably more likely than, than not likely. But here's the thing. Every game... Of this series has been a blowout. Almost. I mean, game three was a Jason little bit Tatum at 10 closer. points the last game. That's why he's about I'm to have I'm seeing a plus a 270. He's about to have 35 tonight. I'm seeing plus 270 for him to score five points in each quarter. That's it? Yeah, the second quarter. Five points. In each quarter. Each quarter, that's... It's a gimme. Really? It's a gimme. Do we love that bet? I love that bet. Plus 270? Yeah. I'm putting 500 bucks on that. Put everything on it. You got a $50 max. Put 50 bucks on it then. 50 pays out 185. Should we crush that? Crush that. All day. Five points per quarter? Do you think JT can't do that? I do think he can do it, but... That's only 20 points in the game. I think he'll do it in the first quarter, the third quarter, and the and the fourth quarter. Not the second? I don't know. It's only five points. Yeah. I mean, two baskets a quarter is not five points necessarily. If you like it, then I'm getting excited about it. But I love you, it. You like it a lot? I love it. Okay. Okay. 
And then the uh, the other series we got going on. Oh, the Rockies Pirates. No. The Warriors oh. Mavericks. Okay. This is a clean sweep. Luka can't do anything to, nah. you know, do anything else. The really. team is deep. Golden State's deep, deep, deep. Yeah. All the scrubs, all those potatoes. I mean, again, they have an answer for Luka. Luka's, because the answer is stopping all his the bums he plays with. Exactly. Luka has had back-to-back 40-point games, and he can't do it all himself. Avs minus one and a half goals is plus 142. Minus one and a half? Yeah. Bennington's probably out, right? Yes. Watch this, though. Avs. Bennington's out for the series. Ooh. Give me Avs minus one and a half. At plus minus Avs minus day. two and a half oh. is plus 260. Ooh. Watch this. Avs minus two and a half plus 260. Are you with me? Following. Avs minus two and a half plus 260. I'm going to also add the heat covering a big, the, the big number seven at home. Ooh. Okay. You, you don't like that? I don't know. I, I, what what, what not we don't really know about? I'm that one. Really? Why? I think. Every every game oh. that Boston wins okay. is usually a blowout. Well, Jake, what if I add the Cubs and the Reds first inning tie to that little number? Who's pitching? I don't know. I don't know. I, I they're both now. My twenty five pays three hundred. Uh, all the Avs have to do is win by three goals, two goal and a half. The Celtics got to cover, which we think they will. And I got an easy first inning tie. Cubs Reds. It's easy money. No. Or is it hard money? I I don't think I should I I don't I would not do Andrew, the first why are the, inning draw. Is, can Andrew come up to the microphone yeah, real quick? Yeah. Uh I would not do that first inning draw for sure. So Vladimir Gutierrez is the uh starting pitcher today for the Reds and his ERA starts with an eight point. Oh, Okay, forget that then. Um, what's the, no, come back, come back, come back. What's the Blues problem? What's a bunch of jerks? Are they really jerks or are we, are we overacting? Probably what you think. Both. I, uh, I, I told this, I said this on a final word yesterday. I, I live in the wrong city to have the thoughts on it that I do, so no comment. Okay, I'll accept that. I'm not mad at you for it. All I'm going to do is, well, all we're going to do is get mad at each other for it, and it's nothing we did. All right, Anilo and Andrew are next. Jake, good stuff. Thanks for uh, doing all the dirty work. Jake runs the show. He runs the show. I run the show. All right, uh, for Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. We're back tomorrow on Taco Tuesday. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Rolly, I got two of those. Arm up the window. Do the